Shalom and welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible every year, following the weekly Torah portions, together with the rest of Scripture as well daily. My name is Harriet and I will be your reader today, this Monday the 3rd of April or the 12th of Nisan on the Hebrew calendar. Today in history, Messiah leaves Jerusalem at evening, returns in the morning and teaches in the temple and on the Mount of Olives. A quote from Matthew 21 through actually chapter 26, this whole um, history. Quote, when he entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him while he was teaching. Also, as he was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things happen, and what will be the sign of your coming? Today in history, also, Ezra the scribe begins his journey to Jerusalem. Ezra 8.31 Quote, Then we journeyed from the river Ahava on the twelfth of the first month to go to Jerusalem. This week, our parasha is called Pesach, or Passover in English. And today, our scripture reading from the Torah will be Exodus, or Shemot, chapter 33, verses 17 through 19. Before we start reading the scriptures, let's thank God for his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. And the Lord said to Moshe, I will do this thing also that you have spoken, for you have found favor in my sight, and I know you by name. And he said, Please show me your glory. Then he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you and will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. That was Exodus or Shemot 33, 17 through 19. Now our portion from the prophets. We are reading in the prophet Isaiah or Yeshayahu in Hebrew. Today it is chapter 37. When King Hezekiah heard it, he tore his clothes, covered himself with sackcloth, and went into the house of the Lord. Then he sent Eliakim, who was over the household, and Shevna the scribe, and a leading Kohanim, covered with sackcloth, to Isaiah, or Yeshayahu the prophet, the son of Amos. They said to him, This is what Hezekiah says, Today is a day of trouble and of rebuke and of rejection. For the children have come to the birth and there is no strength to give birth. It may be the Lord your God will hear the words of Rav Shakeh, whom the king of Assyria, his master, has sent to defy the living God and will rebuke the words which the Lord your God has heard. 
Therefore, lift up your prayer for the remnant that is left. So the servants of King Hiskiahu came to Yeshayahu. Yeshayahu said to them, Tell your master, this is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid of the words that you have heard, with which the servants of the king of Assyria have blasphemed me. Behold, I will put a spirit in him, and he will hear news and will return to his own land. I will cause him to fall by the sword in his own land. So Ravshake returned and found the king of Assyria warring against Livna, for he had heard that he was departed from Lachish. He heard news concerning Tirhaka, king of Ethiopia. He has come out to fight against you. When he heard it, he sent messengers to Hiskiahu, saying, Thus you shall say to Hiskiahu, king of Yehuda, saying, Do not let your God in whom you trust deceive you, saying, Jerusalem will not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. Behold, you have heard what the kings of Assyria have done to all lands by destroying them utterly. Shall you be delivered? Have the gods of the nations delivered them, which my father have destroyed? Gozan, Haran, Resif, and the children of Eden, who were in Telassar. Where is the king of Hamat, and the king of Arpad, and the king of the city of Sarfarim, of Hena, and Eva? Hiskiah received the letter from the hand of the messengers and read it. Then Hiskiahu went up to the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord. And Hiskiahu prayed to the Lord, saying, Lord Svaot, the God of Israel, who is enthroned above the Chovim, you are the God, you alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth. You have made heaven and earth. Turn your ear, Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, Lord, and behold. Hear all of the words of Senharib, who has sent to defy the living God. Truly, Lord, the kings of Assyria have destroyed all the countries and their land, and have cast their gods into the fire. For there were no gods, but the work of men's hands, wood and stone, therefore they have destroyed them. Now therefore, Lord our God, save us from his hand, that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you are Lord, even you only. Then Yeshayahu, the son of Amos, sent to Hiskiahu, saying, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Because you have prayed to me against Sennacherib, king of Assyria, this is the word which the Lord has spoken concerning him. The virgin, daughter of Zion, has despised you and mocked you. The daughter of Jerusalem has shaken her head at you. Whom have you defied and blasphemed? Against whom have you exalted your voice and lifted up your eyes on high? Against the Holy One of Israel. By your servants you have defied the Lord and have said, With the multitude of my chariots, I have come up to the height of the mountains. To the innermost parts of Lebanon, I will cut down its tall cedars and its choice cypress trees. I will enter into its farthest height, the forest of its fruitful field. I have dug and drunk water, and with the sole of my feet I will dry up all the rivers of Mitzrayim. 
Have you not heard how I have done it long ago, and formed it in ancient times? Now I have brought it to pass that it should be yours to destroy fortified cities, turning them into ruinous heaps. Therefore their inhabitants had little power. They were dismayed and confounded. They were like the grass of the field, and like the green herb, like the grass on the housetops, and like a field before its crop has grown. But I know you're sitting down, you're going out, you're coming in, and you're raging against me. Because of your raging against me, and because your arrogance has come up into my ears, therefore I will put my hook in your nose, and my bridle in your lips, and I will turn you back by the way by which you came. This shall be the sign to you. You will eat this year that which grows of itself, and in the second year that which springs from it, and in the third year sow and reap and plant vineyards and eat their fruit. The remnant that is escaped of the house of Yehuda will again take root downward and bear fruit upward. For out of Jerusalem a remnant will go out, and survivors will escape from Mount Zion. The zeal of the Lord Svaot will perform this. Therefore, this is what the Lord says concerning the king of Assyria. He will not come to this city, nor shoot an arrow there. Neither will he come before it with shield, nor cast up a mound against it. He will return the way that he came, and he will not come to this city, says the Lord. For I will defend this city to save it for my own sake and for my servant David's sake. Then the angel of the Lord went out and struck 185,000 men in the camp of the Assyrians. When men arose early in the morning, behold, these were all dead bodies. So Sennacherib, king of Assyria, departed, went away, returned to Nineveh, and stayed there. As he was worshipping in the house of Nisroch, his god, Adramelech and Charezer, his sons, struck him with the sword, and they escaped into the land of Ararat. And Esarhaddon, his son, reigned in his place. That was the prophet Isaiah chapter 37. Now we have our portion from the writings, and we will read Proverbs or Mishlei, chapter 27. Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring. Let another man praise you, and not your own mouth, a stranger, and not your own lips. A stone is heavy, and sand is a burden. But a fool's provocation is heavier than both. Wrath is cruel and anger is overwhelming, but who is able to stand before jealousy? Better is open rebuke than hidden love. The wounds of a friend are faithful, although the kisses of an enemy are profuse. A full soul loathes a honeycomb, but to a hungry soul, Every bitter thing is sweet. As a bird who wanders from her nest, so is a man who wanders from his home.
Perfume and incense bring joy to the heart, so does earnest counsel from a man's friend. Do not forsake your friend and your father's friend. Do not go to your brother's house in the day of your disaster. A neighbor who is near is better than a distant brother. Be wise, my son, and bring joy to my heart. Then I can answer my tormentor. A prudent man sees danger and takes refuge, but the simple pass on and suffer for it. Take his garment when he puts up surety for a stranger, and hold it in pledge when he is surety for a foreign woman. He who blesses his neighbor with a loud voice early in the morning, it will be taken as a curse by him. A continual dropping on a rainy day and a contentious wife are alike. Restraining her is like restraining the wind, or like grasping oil in his right hand. Iron sharpens iron. So a man sharpens his friend, his friend's countenance. Whoever tends the fig tree shall eat its fruit, and he who looks after his master shall be honored. Like water reflects a face, so a man's heart reflects the man. Sheol and Abaddon are never satisfied, and a man's eyes are never satisfied. The crucible is for silver and the furnace for gold, but man is refined by his praise. Though you grind a fool in a mortar with a pestle along with grain, yet his foolishness will not be removed from him. Know well the state of your flocks and pay attention to your herds, for riches are not forever, nor does the crown endure to all generations. The hay is removed and the new growth appears. The grasses of the hills are gathered in. The lambs are for your clothing and the goats are the price of a field. There will be plenty of goat's milk for your food, for your family's food and for the nourishment of your servant girls. That was Proverbs 27. And now we have arrived to our last portion from the Apostolic Writings today. And we will read Acts chapter 26. Then Agrippa said to Shaul, You may speak for yourself. Then Shaul stretched out his hand and made his defense. I think myself happy, King Agrippa that I am to make my defense before you today concerning all the things that I am accused by the Judeans, especially because you are expert in all customs and questions which are among Jews. Therefore, I beg you to hear me patiently. Indeed, all Jews know my way of life from my youth up, which was from the beginning among my own nation and at Jerusalem, having known me from the first if they are willing to testify that after the strictest sect of our religion I lived a Pharisee. And now I stand here to be judged for the hope of the promise made by God to our fathers, which our twelve tribes, earnestly serving night and day, hope to attain. Concerning this hope I am accused by the Judeans, King Agrippa. Why is it judged incredible with you, 
if God does raise the dead. In fact, I myself thought that I ought to do many things contrary to the name of Yeshua of Nazareth. I also did this in Yerushalayim, and many of the holy ones I shut up in prisons, having received authority from the chief Kohanim. And when they were put to death, I gave my vote against them. And as I punished them often in all the synagogues, I tried to make them blaspheme. And being exceedingly enraged against them, I persecuted them even to foreign cities. In this connection, I traveled to Damascus with the authority and commission from the chief Kohanim. At noon, O king, I saw on the way a light from heaven, brighter than the sun, shining around me and those who traveled with me. And when we had all fallen to the earth, I heard a voice saying to me in the Hebrew language, Shaul, Shaul, why are you persecuting me? It is hard for you to kick against the goats. Then I said, Who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Yeshua, whom you are persecuting. But arise and stand on your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to appoint you a servant and a witness, both of the things which you have seen and of the things which I will reveal to you, delivering you from the people and from the Gentiles to whom I send you, to open their eyes that they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive remission of sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Therefore, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision, but declared first to them of Damascus, at Jerusalem, and throughout all the country of Judea, and also to the Gentiles, that they should repent and turn to God, doing works worthy of repentance. For this reason, Jews, Jews seized me in the temple and tried to kill me. Therefore, having obtained the help that is from God, I stand to this day, testifying both to small and great, saying nothing but what the prophets and Moshe said would happen, how the Mashiach must suffer, and how by the resurrection of the dead he would be first to proclaim light both to these people and to the Gentiles. Now as he thus made his defense, Festus said with a loud voice, Shaul, you are out of your mind. Your great learning is driving you insane. But he said, I am not out of my mind, most excellent Festus, but I boldly declare words of truth and reason. For the king knows of these things, to whom I also speak freely. For I am persuaded that none of these things is hidden from him. For this has not been done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know that you believe. Then Agrippa said to Shaul, With a little persuasion are you trying to make me a messianic? And Shaul said, I would pray to God, both in a short time and a long time, not only you, but also all that hear me today, might become such as I am, except for these bonds. When he had said these things, the king rose up, as well as the governor and Bernice, and those who sat with them. 
And when they had withdrawn, they spoke to one another, saying, This man does nothing worthy of death or of bonds. Then Agrippa said to Festus, This man could have been set free if he had not appealed to Caesar. That was Acts chapter 26. However, if you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, you will also read Revelation chapter 20 today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray that you have a good day, that you will get strength and encouragement and wisdom from the Word of God that you have listened to. As we are all now preparing here in Israel, cleaning out the chametz, cleaning everywhere in our homes, I pray that if you are also occupied with this this week, a couple of days that are left before Pesach starts on Wednesday night, that you will have strength and um, find the joy in getting rid of chametz as well as in our cupboards and our homes, as in our hearts and our lives as well. For now, shalom, have a great day, and this is until next time.